exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime sniper on point B. Because I'm a camper. Because you're a camper. It's a CSGO mm-hmm. reference. Okay. I get it. <laughs> I, I played yes. Call of Duty. <laughs> I've heard the term. CSGO is a thing. That happens. <laughs> <laughs> Battlefield, right? Yeah, that's oh. it. <laughs> Videos <laughs> game. <laughs> Got them shoot-em-ups, which is exactly the opposite tone of what our show is this week. Yeah. It's going to be a chill yeah, show. Yeah, Dana, what what, 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 we, what we got going on? First pick after the four kids-a-thon, baby. Oh, God. Oh, These shackles. Freedom. We can take them off. Here we go. Yeah, it's like the end of Aladdin when the genie is freed. I'm going to go to oh, Disney no. World. <laughs> oh god, we forgot to have Koi Frias after that last episode. Oh no. Oh, no. oh, no. oh he's oh. I was thinking of like the weighted armor for Dragon Ball Z and you take it off when you're you wear it when you're training and you take it off and you can move faster. Mm. The weight <laughs> the weights are gone. Yeah, or like that it's one time. scene from Naruto that I've seen. Rock Lee. With yeah. Rock Lee. Same concept. Got anyway. Anyway. Yeah, yes, I figured Broccoli, <laughs> broccoli yes. We'll get I there. figured it would be a good idea to pick something seemingly Pretty chill, pretty slice of lifey. We're watching Laid Back Camp. Oh, it's a good name already. Right in the title. So, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Did that chill vibe just come in? It, it's in my room. It, did it? Did it join you as well? My autumn scented candle just lit itself. <laughs> I am already in Baja shorts. It's just nice, oh. chill vibe. But yeah, uh, I, I I think Paul told me about this one. It's usually where I hear about anime. <laughs> Checks out. Our our intern Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I googled and the manga, I guess, started in 2015 and the anime was on in winter of 2018. Oh. Oh, so it's yeah, a new one. Yeah, so it's pretty fresh. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Fresh Chill-a-bee. chill. We vibing out here. We vibin'. Vibe <laughs> we check. Are it's good. Vibing. <laughs> can, uh, listeners in a hundred years from now can easily date when we record these episodes <laughs> by what slang we're using that week. Honestly, Vibe by the time cool. this one comes out, vibing will probably be like out it, the window. It's already gone. It's already, <laughs> it's already over. Hey, vibes are forever, baby. That's why I invested all my money into vibes. <laughs> oh man. Vibes and stuff. <laughs> mm. Could be dirty <laughs> to say you invested your money in vibes. Ooh, haha! It's <laughs> still a good vibe. It's just a different place. It's just a no, different it's not kind chill. of good this vibe. This is not chill energy. I mean, we, don't, we need to be chill. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have to diversify my portfolio, so I invested in both. <laughs> <laughs> so show your chill, but you also a little risky, a little, a little frisky. Risque. Chill, Spicy. but also love the thrill. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Oh, man. Oh. 
Uh, we're back in. Can it. you tell we're excited to not be talking about Vorkism? <laughs> I just I feel like I'm glowing. <laughs> it's just it's not bad because like we still got some good runs out of it, but it's just like mm-hmm. it's like it's like my apartment and like on the weekends, like I have the choice to go anywhere I want, and then I'm locked up in my hole for like 14 hours a day, and it's like I, I don't <laughs> utilize that freedom, but I like having it. <laughs> well, uh, have either of you heard of Laid Back Camp or nah? No. I cannot mm. say I have, but I'm interested. Oh, well, yes. Okay. Fun. Yeah. It's going to be a new experience so, for all of us, but it's going to be a good calm experience. Nothing hopefully. too strenuous. Should we all just turn on ASMR voice for the rest of this? Hi, is that is that what we're doing? Welcome okay. back to my channel. Welcome back to my channel. We're going to just do something. I'm going to be doing some class. tapping. You like that? You got those good ear tingles? Okay, let's watch this show. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're gonna watch the, the first three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> That crisp breeze, that lonely lake. Ooh, I got I'm the camping bug. Very mm. seasonal. I got bit. Very appropriate this Extremely time of year. Extremely seasonal. Oh, it's so yeah, nice. I was, I was worried with the title Laid Back Camp that it was going to have strong summer vibes, but yeah. ooh, this is such a fall show. This is nice. Love it. Especially for how oh. us being in the shitty concrete city. It's like, ooh, the wilderness, the nice relaxing call of nature. Ooh, this is nice. Uh, we live in a hellscape that's on fire. Ooh, this is nice. <laughs> this is dreamy. This is absolutely dreamy. This is I, uh, I don't like actual camping, but I love anime camping. I love camping yeah. through Maui anime girls. <laughs> Honestly, same. Let's talk about it. Camping yeah. by proxy. <laughs> um, so episode one. We start out. And there are some girls chilling around a campfire, toasting marshmallows, just chatting, having a nice time, vibing, if you will. <laughs> we got- I will not anymore. <laughs> That's the have- last time we're saying it this episode. Uh, listeners the listeners home- are lucky. Yeah, they uh, didn't hear the 30 times we said vibing in the, in the break. Here's a fun little drinking game for Are We There Yet? Take a shot every time we say vibing. <laughs> don't <Ooh>. nope <laughs> you will pro- hurt you're probably already drunk by now <laughs> <laughs> um so that's happening and then we get like a shot of all of them and they're just all very cute very sweet looking gals all bundled up uh all bundled up into warmth uh and then we get the opening and i like the song like the song is something that i would listen to mm-hmm. but the visuals are not excellent <laughs> yeah yeah it it's weird like it sort of feels like very like infographic like slapped together on an old computer program i was sort of just like panning around like painted backgrounds yeah it's very much the graphic design is my passion meme (laughs) yeah (laughs) like not great looking yeah but the song is very nice the song is Mm -hmm. nice very cute yeah um so we come back from the opening and there's a cute girl with blue hair and she's uh biking up a mountain 
around a mountain. Yeah. It's very pretty. The scenery is very pretty. A lot of scenic all shots. Of the, yeah, oh, all yeah. of the autumn trees. Love it. Those good things um, our bodies crave that we do not get in the city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trees. <laughs> Nature. <laughs> Oxygen. Uh, and she stops at a point and she looks out to see Mount Fuji. And sadly, the top is obscured by clouds. Oh. Um, and it's, that's when she looks at her phone and it says that it's November 4th. Oh. And it's it was that moment that I was just like, oh, man, I'm going to love this. <laughs> this <could be> cool. <laughs> I'm going to love this show. How crazy Ooh. would it have been if we watched it on November 4th, though? That would have blown my mind. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty close. <laughs> I think it's the most topical we've gotten to the setting of the show. Yeah, we're within yeah. the week as of recording. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, so uh, she keeps biking after that, um, and she... Stops at what I thought was a bus stop. It turns out it's like uh, she's heading to a campground, and this is like the campground bathroom. And she sees a girl just snoozing on a bench. Shoo, honk, shoo, honk, shoo. <laughs> it's her snoring. That's, that's the snoring. I got it. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you for elaborating. Yeah, clarifying. <laughs> just want to be clear. Um, and she's just like, it's cold out here. That girl's going to catch a cold. And then she just bikes away. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well, Woods I'm not going to bother her. <laughs> um, And then she checks in at, like, the campground check-in place. Mm-hmm. Mm? I've <laughs> You've been never camping. Been camp- <laughs> um, uh, and then she rides her bike to... Uh, well, she rides off to her campsite, um, and as she's riding, a guy walks into the building, and the guy who checked her in uh, explains to him that, like, she usually comes here around this time of year, because the guy who's walking into the building is like, she seems kind of young to be by herself, huh? Especially for fall camping? What? Off-season. Huh? Nani? Nani? <laughs> um, and she rides down to a lake, and it's... It's very nice. This is a very nice view of Mount Fuji from this lake. Very beautiful. Yeah, a and, solid uh, 70% of the show is just like scenic shots with no dialogue, and it is excellent. <laughs> it's very Fine. appreciated after four kids, which crammed every uh, microsecond of <laughs> screen time with dialogue. Yeah. Um, and she is all alone at this campsite. She's like, great. I love the off season. Um. And she sets up camp, and during this, like, little montage of her setting up her tent and all that stuff, this music is playing, and I love the music in this show because it's very Animal Crossing, very (laughs) Harvest Moon. I love it. (laughs) It's just, like, it's also very, like, chill, like, Renaissance Fair vibes as well. Oh, shit, I said it again. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) shot. Put a quarter in the vibe, John. I'm sorry. Uh, But I love the music. I love, like, acoustic and, like, string music. It just chills me out. Like, folky. (sighs) Um, Yeah, this is a very solid show to nap to. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I was happy we watched it earlier in the day because I'm like, if this is around, like, 8 p.m. or something, I'd be gone. I'd be asleep. I'd be snoozing. Oh, yeah. Snooze cruise. (laughs) Um, so she she set up, and I 
am seeing my note, I wrote, she's so capable. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she just sets herself. up her camp all on her, on all her, all on her own. And it's great. Um, she like has her tent and then she has like a little chair. Uh, and then she sits and reads. And I love this part. This just this little thing where she like, sh- I don't know if she talks about getting cold, but she like takes out one of those little hot packs that you shake and then hold in your hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she just has it. It's cute. I don't know. <laughs> it's the little things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she remarks that it is getting cold, but she doesn't want to make a fire because it takes too much work. And also, she'll end up smelling like smoke. Um, Which is the most delightful smell in the world, so I don't know why she's complaining. People (laughs) really like the smell of a campfire. Oh, my favorite scent. (laughs) I enjoy it as a passive scent, but if it's an overbearing, like, the smoke is just pouring into my face from the fire, not a fan of that. Mm. Ooh, I was a camping boy growing up, so, oh, that, just like, the scent on your jacket... And then once you return home, it's oh, yeah. still on your jacket. So every time you go outside, you're like, ooh, I'm still cozy from the campfire days yeah. later. That sounds so nice. Uh, it's so... <laughs> I can't I love camping. <laughs> you were in a big... Do you can take us My camping. white boy is showing. <laughs> I love camping. The Let's Northeast. go to NorCal and go camping. <laughs> uh... But she uh, she gives in, and she goes to find firewood. And at this particular campsite, you can just go around and find the things you need for a fire. And we find out some fun tips. Well, camping tips. From, like, this narrator man voice. She, like, picks up a pine cone. First of all, the pine cone goes, hello, hello. which is <laughs> so good. And it's like it continues um, on for like multiple episodes where it's just like, oh, there's a pine cone. Hello. And that's it. It's not like it's sentient. <laughs> it just makes this weird, no- like it just says hello when you pick it up. Yeah. It's adorable. Um, and the man talks about how pine cones make very good kindling because they burn fast um, or something like that. They burn mm-hmm. well. Yeah. They're aerated, but it's also usually dried out so the fire can spread. While yeah, you got to find. I loved that they were dropping legitimate camping tips in this show. It's so good. Mm -hmm. So good. Um, And then he talks about firewood. Again, like, find the drier drier wood, the better. Yep. Um, And then she finds a bunch, and she chops it into smaller pieces. Um, And after she makes the fire, she heads to the bathroom, and the girl is still sleeping there, but she's moved. (laughs) She's slugged around a bit. Yeah. Um, and then after she gets back to her camp, there's like more little tips on how to start a campfire. Oh no, she doesn't make the fire yet. She makes it when she gets back. Whatever. She makes a fire. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and it's at this point we find out her name is Rin because her friend texted her and said, Hey Rin, where'd you go this weekend? And Rin sends a picture of Mount Fuji and her friend is like, Oh neat. That's a nice place. And then she sends her a picture of her dog with the text, don't catch a cold. (laughs) I love it. In my notes, I just have it like in all caps, like her friend sends a very good cuddly pup pic and this is a very good show. Yes. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, And after that, she just keeps hanging out, um, reading into the night. Uh, And then we get a scene of a girl in a house with glasses and she's like oh 
where is she gone? Like, why isn't she home yet? And I thought that she was talking about Rin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh mystery. mystery. Wow. Mystery. Um, and now it's dark, and uh, Rin gets back up to go to the bathroom again, and uh, the girl isn't there anymore, and she's like, oh, I guess she left. And then she turns around to see the girl standing there crying. <laughs> And Rin freaks out and runs away. <laughs> and the pink girl, pink girl, that's what I put in my notes. Yeah. The girl with pink hair. <laughs> no, it's... my notes just had pink because her name is said like her name twice. Is... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's a it's a hard name. It's, it's a um, long yeah. name. Her name's going to be pink in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so actually, a... let's let's do this now. Uh, at, at like the bumper at the end <clears throat> of the third episode, they say, hey, we're going to give you a nickname, uh, Fujiko. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's call her that. Fujiko. Uh, that's what the nickname was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fujiko. Um, but so she's she's chasing Rin down, and she's like, "Wait, no, don't leave." <laughs> um, and she like goes back with her to her camp, and uh, Rin finds out that Fujiko was there to see Mount Fuji, uh, and she biked up, uh, but she got too tired, so she fell asleep, and when she woke up, it was dark. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Rin is like, uh, why don't you call someone to come pick you up? And then uh, Fujiko is like, I don't know where my phone is. <laughs> um, and then Rin offers to ser- share some ramen with her. And she's like, oh, really? And then Rin says, 15 bucks. <laughs> and she's like, I, uh, and she hands her, she like extends her hand. She has a 100 yen piece. And she's like, I'll give it to you in 15 payments. <laughs> PayPal. The show's very sweet. Um, but she's kidding. She gives her ramen. Um, and she, like, sets it up. She sets up her little camping stove thingy. And uh, Fujiko is, like, really impressed by Rin and her camping skill. Um, and then they start eating this these cup noodles. And I was like, wow, cup noodles always look so good in anime. Yeah. And then Rin is, like, watching Fujiko eat. And she has the thought... Wow, she really makes that look delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fujiko's um, just going to town on it. Yeah, slurping them up. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, and then after they eat, there's a moment where Fujiko thinks about how small Rin is, I think. He's so tiny. Or uh, is opposite it, is it Rin way. thinking that? Uh, oh, Rin okay. thinking that. We only really get Rin's thoughts in this episode. That's why I was confused. Yeah, Wait, it's very one-sided it at her. this point. Oh, mm. I thought it was Fuchiko thinking that about Rin. I don't know. Huh. One of them's thinking um, the other one's tiny. But yes. neither, they're the same they're, size. They're yeah. equally tiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Rin asks her... Uh, where she came from, and Fujiko says the name of a town, and Rin is like, dang, that's really far. (laughs) It's way down the mountain. Um, Yeah, and then Fujiko says again, well, I came to see Mount Fuji, but now it's too cloudy. And then at that moment, she's facing Rin, and Rin is facing Mount Fuji, and the clouds part, (gasps) and Rin is like, oh, well, like turn around look at that and then you could see mount fuji in the moonlight and it was so nice (laughs) such a nice moment it was so romantic i loved it this show's gay as hell in my mind (laughs) yes i was thinking i'm like and this is when two characters fall in love absolutely um and then she turns around to rin and she's like oh 
I just remembered my sister's phone number. <laughs> Mount Fuji inspired me. It, re- it started those brain cells. It was written in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Rin lets her borrow her cell phone, and her sister comes and picks her up. And her sister is the one that we saw before it wasn't Rin's sister. Oh. It was Fujiko's sister. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. Um, and to thank Rin, she gives her a bag of kiwis, <laughs> which is I, pretty funny. I don't know if this is ever supposed to be a thing or if it's like a pun or something, but like it's never explained. I'm like, oh, this is why I have kiwis. It's like, here you go. It's like, okay. Here's some kiwis. Okay. <laughs> I have so many. Just a lot um, of kiwis. And then before have they drive off. Have some kiwis for freewies. Uh, uh, I had to justify it somehow. Anyway, sorry, ooh. continue. Um, and before they go, uh, Fujiko runs out of the car and she gives Rin her phone number and she wrote her name on it. Her real name ooh. is Nadeshiko, which is long. And I wrote Shiko the one other time that I wrote it down. But Fujiko. Fujiko. Um, so she gives her a phone number, and then she says that they should go camping together again sometime. And I'm like, that's gay. <laughs> this is gay. You're so camping gay. on the first date? Okay. <laughs> All right. Overnight. Um, and then they're writing home, and uh, she asks her older sister if they have camping stuff, because... She wants to see Mount Fuji at night again, but as she's saying that, there's like a shot of Rin, and I was just like, oh my god. Oh my god, love is in the air. There's something going on here. What's going on here? <laughs> um, and then we get another part where she's going to school. Fujiko is going to school for the first time, because they just, they just moved there, so she's going oh. to her new high school. Shit, I forgot to do the bingo card. Transfer student. Oh, Check. Yeah. Transfer Check. student. Um... And there's more nice scenery as she goes to school. She, like, bikes there and then takes a train and then she's walking there. Um, and surprise, they don't interact, but we do find out that they do go to the same school. <gasps> they just pass by each other. Yeah. Um, and then there's a there's a funny scene of two girls talking about their, like, ideal tent. And they talk about how it'll be warmed and it'll have a stable roof. So when if it rains, it, it's, everything's okay. And then they're like, wait. That's just a kotatsu table. Yeah. And I was like, that's funny. That's a good joke. <laughs> that's, the ideal can- that's the ideal tent, though. It's true. And that's episode one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Such a good show. Very good. Very good so far. <laughs> uh, so episode two opens up with Rin reading out uh, reading an outdoor cooking book, saying she's getting a little sick of ramen, so she wants to figure out how to cook meals when she's out there. Something besides just boiled noodles, but... Fujiko did make it look good, so she's like, eh, I don't know, maybe maybe I'll stick with the ramen a bit. And Cute girl made noodles look good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't think the show was gay when I was watching it, but, like, saying it out loud, like, yeah. Shit's gay. <laughs> shit's, shit's cray gay. Everything's gay if you need it to be. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. It's like Mark Hamill says about Luke Skywalker, if you think he's gay, he's gay. There you go. <laughs> if you think this is gay. He already tried making out with his sister once. He's into some different taste. Uh, so, as, as she's thinking... Hold on, hold on, wait. 
<laughs> you can't just, compare that to being gay. Listen, That's terrible. You know I don't think about what I say. You know I just spit I know, it out and move don't. on. <laughs> I just wanna I just want to acknowledge it. I will acknowledge Continue. it. Yes, I will acknowledge it was inappropriate. <laughs> anyway. No ill intent, but watch yourself, counselor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I have to start watching my mouth now, I'll have to do it in real life, and I can't handle that responsibility. <laughs> anyway. <Dang it. laughs> As she's thinking about uh, Fujiko and like the noodles, she's like, "Oh yeah, maybe." You know, she looks at her phone. She's like, "Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll call her next time. Maybe we'll go camping again." And as she's looking down at her phone, Fujiko is running by, like, "Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy!" Because she's just a literal golden retriever in a human body, uh, <laughs> and just so excited she can't handle it. Uh, so she's running down the hall, like through school, and then we see. Uh, she's running around in school, and we get different shots of that, and she runs up to the outdoors club. She's like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, and throws open the door, and it's empty. No one's in there. And it's uh, it's a very narrow room, though. Like, it's probably like a per- person-wide width, and then like a bookshelf, and that's it. And it's just a very long, like, corridor. So she's like, oh, wow, it's, um, it's a small room, very narrow. And mm-hmm. uh, while she's there, she's just looking through the bookshelf and seeing everything that's there. We got a few camping books and a few magazines about camping gear and uh, some firewood in there. Just a bunch of different supplies and random little cubby holes. And uh, while she's looking through it, we see one of the club members we saw in the last episode open up the door and then slam that door because there's a stranger <laughs> in my proximity and I don't like it. So she's like peeking back through the door, like, "What are you doing here? You a thief? What are you? What are you getting at? What's happening?" And uh, they come back in, and uh, the other club member walks up, and they greet her, and they find out uh, the initial club member. She's got the purple hair, pigtails, glasses. Uh, her name is, uh, or nickname's Aki, uh, but she's got uh, bluish hair and glasses. So that's the Ida of the episode. Yep, and that's what I have in my notes. <laughs> I actually, Dang it. I actually got her name, so I'll call her by her name. But like for the show's purposes, that's the Ida. And. <laughs> So they're talking to Fujiko, and um, they say, like, oh, uh, I'm Aki, this is uh, Aoi, Aoi. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they introduce themselves, and they're the only two members of the Outdoors Club. And Fujiko talks about Rin and, like, her experience and, like, everything they did. She's like, oh, what about Rin? Like, is she not a member? She's like, nah, she's kind of, like, solo. She's kind of, like, the lone wolf of camping. And, um... Uh, She's like, oh, well, I was thinking about joining the Outdoors Club. And Aki's like, no, we can't have it. It's too cramped as it is. And Aoi pulls her aside like, yo, what the fuck? More people means more budget means bigger space. And Aki immediately turns like, oh, great. Welcome to the club. (laughs) We wanted you so bad. (laughs) I was just being coy. (laughs) Teasing you. Uh, So, um... And then they, like, welcome to the club, and they're like, oh, great. And as they're welcoming into the club, like, oh, welcome. They throw their hands up, and they're already hitting each other, like, hitting each other in the gut. And they're like, oh, God, it's already too cramped. <laughs> so uh, there's a few moments, especially in this episode, where I'm like, oh, this show's, like, just very cute. But, like, I got some genuine laughs out of the show, which caught me very yeah. off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised by that. So um, they welcome her to the club. And they say, like, ah, having a small room is fine because, like, we mostly do stuff outside because it's the outdoors club. Thus the name. And they go outside for a bit and look around like, oh boy, we usually do like bonfires on the school pop- property. We like we rake up all the leaves for them and they let us burn like a little campfire and have some coffee. It's very nice. And uh, Oh, forgetting the name. Hitting that point. What's uh, Pink? Fujiko. Uh, pink? Fujiko. Fujiko. There we go. I'm hitting my limit. 
And uh, <laughs> I've said it too many times. I've, I've said it too much. It's, it's slowly erasing itself. Ooh, I said a Japanese name correctly. I, I gotta forget <laughs> oh, it or shit. mess it up somehow. Can't have this. I gotta start calling her Amy. <laughs> <laughs> She's pink. Mm. I would. I would do that. Don't. <laughs> Fujiko. That's Fujiko. a threat. <laughs> Fujiko. Okay. We gotta be chill. Chill vibes. Shit. Put it in the vibe. <laughs> all the money we're we raise. In, apart. All the money we raise in the vibe jar is what we're gonna use to go camping with. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so she's like, "Oh, we can't do it because we just had a bonfire the other day." And it's like, "Damn it!" So they go back to the club uh, club room and uh, just start looking through the books and the magazines they have. And Fuchiko's looking at him. It's like, oh, wow, look at these tents. I'm like, oh, what's this? And they, they teach her a little bit about the different kinds of tents there are and, like, uh, what you have to do to set them up and stuff. And she's like, oh, man, I can't wait to go camping. And Aki's like, oh, why don't you keep looking at those tests, uh, tents? She's like, 5,000, 6,000, 8,000 yen, 10,000 yen. And she's like, oh, God. She's like, yeah. Gear's they expensive. They were even more than that, buddy. Oh, yeah. It just it got up there oh, real yeah. quick. Yeah. They said the highest one was like 80,000 yen. 82. Yeah, 82,000. Okay. Lowest was 39,000. Sheesh. I remember numbers. (laughs) It's a curse. (laughs) It's a burden. Um, So, yeah, Aki's like, yeah, gear's expensive. So, like, you got to prep and, like, you got to, you know, you got to work to do your activity to earn it, basically. And uh, she says, on the bright side, I got this this tent dirt cheap. And it's like 980 yen, which is like, what, nine bucks? Like, ten bucks? Ten bucks. Yep. <laughs> and she's like, it's great because it came in the off-season, so we couldn't use it during the summer. But now we can use it now. And uh, they run outside and, like, prep that tent to, like, get practice in setting up the tent as a group. And then uh, while they go run outside, we see uh, Rin is in, like, a like classroom or, like, library. And she looks out the window and sees... Uh, Fujiko's out there and she's like oh fuck Fujiko's a classmate like she's in the school it's like I wasn't my worlds are colliding I wasn't prepping for this <laughs> and uh, while she's there she's like reading a book and her friend is doing her hair and she's like oh I could do uh, we saw in the first episode she had her hair up in like a very tight bun um, but normally she has very long hair so we see her friend doing it for her and like as she's doing it she's like look I made a bear <laughs> out of her hair which, bear hair oh, very impressive it's so good this really. show is so good. <laughs> and uh, Rin is just like, knock it off. Put it the way I like it. And uh, while uh, they're doing that, they see them setting the tent, the club setting the tent up outside. And uh, Rin's friend is like, oh, it looks like they're having some trouble. It looks like one of the poles they had to set up the tent snapped. And she's like, oh, yeah, that happens. Usually you just send it back to the manufacturer. But sometimes you can find a fitting that all like, can join the two pieces are broken. And you can tape it up for like an emergency hold. If, you, if it breaks, like, while you're out camping. And uh, at that moment, Rin's friend, like, holds out the fitting. I was like, oh, is this it? She's like, yeah, how, what, why? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I just happened to find the lost and found, and I just happened to take it. Hmm, convenient. A likely story. <laughs> she can see the future. And, well, I guess her friend is also a big camper, so she might have just gotten it for Rin. Um and she's like, oh, you can go give it to them, and then you can teach them how to use it and, like, help them out, because you're a big outdoorsy person. Rin's just like, ugh, no. <laughs> she's like, Jesus, okay, Rin, like, calm down. Uh, just very, like, nonplussed about having to interact with, like, the outdoors club or just, because she likes camping by herself. She likes her alone time. So she doesn't want to do it. So her friend, who we find out around this time, is Saito? Is that how it's pronounced? Mm, yeah, I think so. Saito goes out and it's like, all right, well, I'll go give it to him and help him out. 
and that's yes, it is Saido. Sorry, I I had it in my notes somewhere. I had to find it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's at this point that we see Saido go outside and give him the fitting, and we see her helping him out, and they tape it all up, and they're like, "Yay, it works!" And the club starts asking uh, Saido about like uh, where she found out, like, "Oh, are you a big camper?" She's like, "No, but my friend is Rain. She's right over there," and just fucking calls her out right in front of everybody. Just like, <laughs> oh no! And it's at this point, uh, Fujiko sees her, is like. <gasps> That's Rin. That's my camp friend. That's my friend I made at camp. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. That's my girlfriend. (laughs) And she just, uh, like a dog, gets so excited, goes running straight for Rin, and hits her face right into the glass. And that got a good chuckle out of me. (laughs) Because she's just like sliding against the window, like, Rin, my friend. (laughs) It's just so excited. And then we cut to a shot of, uh, cuts away to Rin riding up, going off on another weekend to camp. And uh, this time it's a different place. It's like a big, Big grassy field underneath uh, Mount Fuji. So, not at the lake. Beautiful. Stunning. Expensive. Uh, she said, expensive. She says it's more of a popular location, so uh, it costs more, and it's a beautiful view, but then it, because it's on a field of grass, you can't do a campfire. If you do, you have to buy or rent a campfire stand, and then you have to, I think, also like pay for the firewood. And she's doing all the math. She's like, well, no fire this time. Going to just sleep mm-hmm. in her sleeping bag. So and then guess I'll just die. <laughs> just roll guess over. Guess I'll die. Bed. That's fine. Uh, very <laughs> possible in the outdoors, and uh, mm-hmm. because it's a popular place, there's also more campers we see. But because the field's so big, she has plenty of space. But uh, so Rin's camping, and she's like, "All right, time to do time to put that outdoor cooking book to use and make some meals like outside." Except there were no markets on the way up here, so I have no food. So ramen again. <laughs> <laughs> And it's around this time when she's setting up. Uh, so, who? I said it once. Saito. Saito. Thank you. Uh, Saito <laughs> texts her, like, hey, how's your camping trip going? Like, send me a picture if you can. And uh, she says, like, I really I really enjoyed this part. This is one that really got me. Uh, while she's texting Saito, she's like, oh, and uh, bring me back some food. And then it's just like, no. Yes. So Saito's like, fine. I released some bears, like lions and tigers in the camp field, uh, camping site so you'll be killed. Because you won't bring me food. And Rin, like, texts back, like, what? You did what? Oh, nah. And starts, like, mashing the keys like she's being attacked. And then she texts back, like, <laughs> good. Now I'm dead. Are you happy? And Saito texts back, like, well, you didn't bring me any food, so I starved death. So I'm also dead now. But then, like, during the text conversation, their little, like, avatar icons get halos <laughs> after that. Like, after yes, they say that. Yes, it was so good. Oh, it was These are, very This cute. is some true, like... This is, I can envision myself having this conversation <laughs> with my best friend. It was a very, I love it. It was a very genuine conversation. Like, it wasn't like stock, yeah. like dialogue. And then it was genuine. also genuine. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> then they had also just a very cute, like, little back and forth with like the, and then they get halos afterwards. It's like, ah, oh, this show's good. This is a good show. This is, this is a good show. <laughs> hey guys, you know, camping's good, but not real camping. Like, anime camping's good. Anime camping. <laughs> and then, um, Rand starts doing the math on everything she'd have to buy for the campgrounds because it's like a popular one. She's like, yeah, no, I'm going for a hike. I'm, I'm going to make use of the camping permit I had, already had to pay for. So do the free option. And as she's walking around, she finds like the bathrooms and she finds like an old barn and takes a picture and sends it to Saito. And she finds some dogs, some good old dogs. And two, mm-hmm. uh, two Shiba Inus who are like, uh, they got some uh, ropes around them because they're, you know, they're by a house. They're not out in the wilderness, uh, but they're by a house. And she sees the dogs and they see her, so they go running towards her. 
and then the one dog stops like at the end of its rope and it's right in front of uh rin and she's she gets like a little smirk like haha can't get me now and the other dog just bolts into her stomach and takes her out (laughs) this also made me laugh out loud (laughs) i got a good chuckle out of that because it's it's so unexpected (laughs) Uh, so she's playing with the dogs for a bit and gets some pictures and sends them to uh, Saito and it's at this point we see Saito looking through her phone and looking through the conversation and pictures she's like oh maybe I'll go camping this looks really nice it's like oh look dogs it's like oh would you and she looks to her dog I didn't write the dog's name down but it's like big old fluffy chihuahua looking dog and she's like oh maybe you will go camping would you like to go camping buddy and he just like looks at her like dead in the eyes like is just like smirking the whole time it's like hmm and then lays back down. It's just like, nah, man. <laughs> I'm an indoor dog. Yeah. It's like, you're out of your mind. I don't get my paws dirty. <laughs> I'm all cozy right now. I ain't going outside. And she's like, ah, fine. You're not like the outdoorsy type of dog, but maybe we'll go for a walk. And then, you know, dog jumps up like, walk, 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 walk. And it's like, all ready for that. <laughs> she's like, God, what a selfish dog. You only want to do what's good for you. And uh, she goes like to the balcony. She's like, it's so beautiful out. Oh, cold. Never mind. And shuts the door and just goes back inside. And snuggles up with the dog. So um, she takes a picture of her dog like laying on a green blanket and sends it to Rin. She's like, look, he's a hot dog. <gasps> he's a hot dog. <laughs> he's a hot dog. And it's like, oh, this is so good. And it's also a way to transition back from Saito to Rin. And it's like, oh, that's well done. That's just good <laughs> show writing. Very good. Uh, so uh, we cut back to Rin and she's like laughing at the pictures and enjoying her book. And then uh, it cuts back to Fujiko. Who's talking to Rin? Or, yeah, like flashbacks to when uh, Fujiko finds out Rin goes to her school. So she's talking to her like, "Oh, you can join our club. How great would that be? You're already a camper." And Rin does the, like the disgusted face again. I'm like, "Ugh, plebs." <laughs> so she's just like, "Oh, uh, maybe not. Maybe you don't want to join." And uh, so uh, it's while Rin is like remembering the sequence, she's still hearing Fujiko's voice in her head, like Rin Chan, Rin Chan. It's getting louder. She's like, no, I don't want to join your club. And it's at that moment she like opens her eyes and sees Fujiko's there. She she found her because she's her stalker. <laughs> she's her girlfriend. She knows where she is at all times. Mm-hmm. She's got that location on. She's got I'm that lojack. You. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's uh, she's like, what? What? Why are you here? She's like, oh, I brought food. We can get hot pot. Let's make hot pot together. She's like, how did you find me? She's like, oh, Saito sent me your location. It's <laughs> just like that bitch but like not aggressively <laughs> traitor the show's chill as fuck she wants them to date <laughs> she's the wing woman <laughs> setting you up and uh it's when we see uh fujiko has like a bunch of food she's like we're making that hot pot and it's gonna be baller and just kind of like high energy but not like excessive but like clearly much more than rin is used to especially on her camping trip and then um yeah i think it cuts there and we get this threw me off until this third episode so we get credit sequence of shots of them all camping and we see like fujiko and ren which is like oh we just saw them so that makes sense and the credits mm-hmm. went over the show continued while the credits were going over it in the first episode so i thought that's how they would always go so i was like oh is there camping and then it cuts to the uh two members of the outdoors club on like a, a tent in sleep bags with another member so i was like oh are they also there and then uh it cuts to them like all like out like sitting outside of their uh tents and, like, uh, Fujiko's falling asleep. And then the next morning, it shows them at, like, a sunrise, like, all together. And it's, you know, Saito, Fujiko, like, the, all the three members of the group, of uh, the club. So I'm like, oh, they all showed up or something? This is just, like, the standard end sequence. 
Yeah. But it did throw me off for a while until the third episode. And then, Yeah, uh, especially with that first one being like a continuation. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, cute song, as always. Very cute. A woo. It is very cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get the little end credit like sequence where it's called like Room Camp. And it's them, uh, just them in the outdoors club, like having a little like mochi, like syrup snack. And it's Aki teaching them how the right way to eat it. And they're like, oh yeah, we've been saving these. Like, here you go. We can like all share in it. And as Aki and Aoi are like finishing theirs, they're like, oh man, that's really good. They look down and all the food's gone. Like all the snacks are gone. They're like, what the? And it's just Fujiko. She's, she's the eater. <laughs> she's the foodie of the group and has no control. So. <laughs> Same. <laughs> It's it's, it's our burden today. <laughs> it's not my fault. Food uh, is too tasty. <laughs> something I really liked though, uh, in this episode was that when she was like thinking about when Fujiko asked her to join the club, she like had this moment of like, oh, like I feel bad. Like oh, I yeah. didn't mean to like convey that on my face. I'm just like bad at hiding it. Yeah. So she was like, dang, like I I maybe I should have invited her. And that's when she, like, hears the voice in her head, and she's like, okay, I get it, I feel bad. Yeah, like, it's her conscience. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. some good self-reflection for a camping cute yeah. girl anime that a lot mm-hmm. of anime could use that level of reflection. I loved it! Oh. Uh, it's so, so good, good that the most conflict we had was, my tone was a little harsh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I could have said that better. She could tell that I didn't want to join the club. Dang it! <laughs> I'm not good at hiding my expressions and lying to people. Like, that's the conflict. <laughs> so cute. Polite rejection? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a challenge. Oh, no, that's I can't believe too much. I've done this. <laughs> but that's uh, But yeah, uh, we, we pick up in episode three. Uh, we get uh, the preparation that Fujiko puts into uh, crashing this camping trip. Uh, she's looking through her, like, shed... And finds a tent uh, after digging and having everything fall on her. But she opens it up and it's like an open-sided tent you would put at like a beach or sort of more of an awning than a tent. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, I'm going to freeze to death with this. (laughs) Uh, So she uh, convinces her sister uh, to give her a ride uh, and basically camp out with her. Her sister is so nice, though. It, like, there's never a moment where she's just like, ugh, my little sister. She's always just like, for sure. It's, it's uh, She like, has a couple moments where she's like, mm. yeah. <laughs> that's about as but much it's never, negativity. It's, yeah, she always does it, because she, she loves her. It's, I love it. It's the kind of character I really love, where it's like, uh, hey, sister, can you go drop me off at this campsite? And we later find out, like, she drops her off and then we'll have to come back. So, like, it's more, it's not just a one day drop off thing. And, like, mm-hmm. her sister does it without, like, any begrudging. She's like, Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do you favors. But it's like, I'm going to tease you, though. Like, when she picked, yeah. when she go off the first time, it's like, You idiot. Why'd you get lost? Like, you should have known better. You should take better care of yourself. And, like, clearly it's coming from a place of love. But she is still, like, hitting her a bit and throwing her in the car, like, Get in there. I'm taking you home. But then, like, anytime Fujiko asks her to do a favor, like, she'll do it. And, like, she's there for her sister, yeah. but she'll give her a little shit for it. And I really love those characters. I love yeah, it. It's so sweet. <laughs> uh, so, uh, they get, uh, we get a sweet little, uh, road trip, uh, sequence. Uh, I only wrote it in my notes, so I'm putting it here. Uh, chill road trip vibes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, so put it get, in the vibe jar. Yeah. The, yeah. my donate, I Venmoed it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, hey. so, 
uh, gets dropped off at the uh, campsite and starts looking for Rin, uh, and that that links up where we left off last episode. Uh, so uh, they're all together. Has uh, she has all her food, uh, and she's setting up a, a hot pot. Uh, and when Rin is like, "Hey, so what are you gonna do?" Because <laughs> night is falling and uh, it's cold. I'm not really inviting you into my tent. So what's your plan here, kid? As much as she wants. To. <laughs> oh. That's for episode five. Shh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, uh, Fujiko is like, oh yeah, my sister, she's going to be back around nine. We'll sleep in the car and then go from there. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just so sweet. So sweet. Good family values. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, she starts getting cold and Rin offers the warming packs uh, they're uh, the sticky kind, so we get like a little tutorial on where is the best place to put these heating pads if you're out in the cold, on like the base of your neck and your stomach and your back. It's like anywhere with thick veins. <laughs> get and wear a veins. jacket over it. Don't just rely on that, idiot. <laughs> Gotta be all cozy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, sh- now she's super cozy. She's all warm. Uh, I like... Uh, real quick, I even like just the narrator who does like the little camping tips. It just sounds like a soft-spoken grandfather, but who's had like a, you know, he's lived, so he's like he had a hard life, but now he's like calm and like, <laughs> hello, hello, children, just do this. Hello, hello. I know how I'm to survive because I've been camping. through some shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just it's just all very good. <laughs> all very good. Uh, so we uh, go back into town for a minute. Uh, we see. Aki, our Ida friend, uh, applying <laughs> for a job at a liquor store. Ida would um, never work at a liquor store. That's shame. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Also, uh, confusing how they're allowing high schoolers to work at liquor stores. Yeah, yeah I guess. Questionable. <laughs> but they're because it wasn't just like a liquor store. It was like a. It was like a Bevmo. Yeah. You know? It was like a a like warehouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was uh, like a. Beer distributor in like Pennsylvania, where they got—it's just like a huge shipping house. Mm, that's just for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I know that. It's immediately what I thought of when I saw it. God, mm. idiot! Why don't you camp in Pennsylvania, idiot? Uh, don't. It's uh. not great. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, where the Blair Witch out. happens. Fair enough. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Aki's all uh, nervous and super uh, professional, and the liquor store dude's like, "Yeah, I'll." Yeah, just work here. We went to the same high school. You're good. You're I chill. I got you, bud. <laughs> uh, she has a fun moment where she tries to sit on like a milk crate, but it's upside down and she falls into it. Uh, but she still gets the job. I like and, that. He, uh, yay! I like that he asked, like, "Did you do that on purpose?" And she's like stuck in it, like with her hands up, and like, <laughs> "No, I did not. No, I did not." <laughs> it's just like, accept my failure. Move on. <laughs> uh. So uh, she meets up with Aoi after, and uh, she also got a job elsewhere. I forget if they said where. I don't think they did. Eh, It doesn't matter. I think they were kind of Uh, applying it was like the market behind her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, uh, they both have jobs, and they're like, hey, now that we actually have uh, people interested in the club, and it's not just us dicking around, uh, we can actually have money and save up so we can actually go on like a winter camping trip. Yeah. And that's like their big plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So uh, the hot pot back at the other camp uh, is all set. Uh, it looks super spicy, uh, but uh, uh, Fujiko insists that it it's fine, and uh, they they have a nice, warm, cozy dinner, and it looks I delicious. I really want to try to make that. It seems so easy. Yeah, yeah. Just like a big old boiling they just pot. put veggies and some gyoza in a hot in a boiling pot, and then later it was delicious. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so good it's like cooking or something what is this a a breath of the wild mini game (laughs) 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 Uh, i did have hot pot uh not too long ago for like the first time and like yeah don't fuck with the red hot pot that shit's super spicy (laughs) (laughs) you're not prepared for it Ooh, good to know (laughs) yeah i will avoid it uh say that in your best uh uh learned grandpa voice for me please Mm -hmm. yes it is good to be cautious around the red hot pot. It is particularly spicy and may not be suitable for newcomers to the hot pot. I'm Pro- uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I'll, That's why I'll I talk with a loud, obnoxious voice like this. <laughs> like you just sounded like John Mulaney. He entered your body, She's your my spirit. Wife. <laughs> Someone's in here. All right. Okay. Enough. Anyway, too far. Anyway, okay. Keep uh, going. So, uh, uh, after they have dinner, uh, well, first off, uh, Fujiko eats like most of it, and Rin's like, "Holy shit, she just <laughs> keeps eating." Fifty huh? gyoza. Uh, she's uh, like, but- "Oh, I should have brought rice." It's like still. She's like, "Well, I got potato <laughs> chips anyway." It's like still still <laughs> <laughs> that's me uh, yeah same uh and uh rin apologizes for uh how she responded to being invited to the club uh and uh fujiko's like yeah it's fine uh afterwards uh Aoi told me that uh you're super into outdoor stuff but you like quiet camping and not our fun rowdy camping so uh uh, let's just agree to have a relaxed hot pot, pot camp again, uh, <laughs> and, uh, sort of set up a, uh, let's camp on your terms and not, uh, throw you into a group, uh, that you don't want to be with. And Mutual understanding uh, and communication. <laughs> and in episode three, where does it go from here? <laughs> it's so nice. Uh, so, um... So gay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they. Oh, we speaking don't have to, of gay, they start playing group. music and start just <laughs> looking at Mount Fuji. <laughs> uh, again, a nice, like, sweet acoustic track just as they're looking at this beautiful mountain in the distance. Uh, <laughs> Tegan and Sarah comes on the radio. The hand just reaches towards the other hand a little bit. Oh, I wish they were hands. <laughs> There's a moment later. I lost my mind. <laughs> Keep talking. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that. We'll get that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we, uh, uh, they start talking about uh, the next day. They want to, or uh, Fujiko wants to wake up for sunrise to see it, uh, which is at 6 a.m. And Rin is like, mm, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, no, <nah>, dog. <laughs> but uh, knock yourself out. Uh so they uh, part ways. They uh, uh, Fujiko meets up with her sister, and they just sleep in the parking lot. Uh, and they set an alarm to wake up at five forty. And of course, Fujiko is like, 
oh, fuck this. I'm not getting up. I'm <laughs> but, already awake. Still curled up and like. I'm awake. <laughs> but uh, the sister's like, fuck you. You made me come out here. <laughs> and just pinches her nose to like get her to actually wake up. Uh, I love it. Fuji goes and kind of dropped off the, out of the car, just like in pajamas still, just holding a big comforter. Just like mm-hmm. a little kid who had like a nightmare and is walking to her parents' room. Mm-hmm. So, uh, cute. so good. <laughs> so pure. Uh, so yeah, uh, she goes and sits at the campsite uh, where uh, where Rin is sleeping. Uh, she sits outside on the chair, uh, and then the sun comes up over the mountain, and it's beautiful, and immediately oh. Fujiko's like, Nah, it's too bright. <laughs> I'm good. I hit my limit. But the part where they like were showing like the dew drops on the grass mm-hmm. and the, oh, it just oh. my heart felt so warm. <laughs> it was so nice. I love nature. <laughs> I really do. Uh, but yeah, uh, so she uh, uh, ducks into Rin's tent and just goes to sleep in there next to Rin. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we, uh, flash to the next day, Rin is in the library, looking over the pics from this camping trip, and Saito, uh, sees her, and, uh, starts questioning her on, like, hey, why do you only camp in the fall and winter? And, yeah, we get the reasoning of, like, uh, oh, yeah, there's no bugs, you're not all Done. sweaty, Damn. it's less crowded, so you're not... Uh, competing with a bunch of loud groups. It can just be you in the woods. Mm. And you can eat soup. Yes. Soup, uh, soup tastes it, better in the cold. Yeah, campfires are warmer and cozier, and you can eat soup, so it's quiet and cozy. The two things she loves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get that little uh, justification, and uh, uh, and uh, Saito's like, so where are you heading to next, huh? And Rin's like, traitor, I'm not telling you. You're going to tell <laughs> Fujiko again. Uh, but yeah, then we flash back to the camp. Uh, Rin wakes up and sees Fujiko sleeping there. And is like, all right. You're not so I'll, bad. I'll allow but it. She, oh, no, but she... Yeah, the picture. One, yeah, she took a picture of her while she was sleeping. That's what that was on her phone. That's what she was smiling then, at. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I've, I glossed over that part. Sorry. Yeah, like when when Saito comes up to her, she's like, "What are you smiling about?" And then Rin's like, "Nothing," <laughs> and she like hides her phone. And then we, as the audience, see that it's a picture of picture of her sleeping. And then, uh, but in that scene, like she's like watching her sleep, and she like kind of reaches out her hand, but like pulls it back because she like turns over. Oh, it's so cute. <sighs> if that's not gay, I don't know what it is. It's and you so know what sweet. gay is. <laughs> I do know what gay is. We got lesbians camping. Need I say more? <laughs> Honestly, I was sitting there thinking, damn, I hope there's an episode where they meet like a lesbian couple that just wears flannels and hangs out in the woods <laughs> and they teach them about camping. That would be so good. Is the sister's car a Subaru? <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting at there? <laughs> I just need all the lesbian tropes. <laughs> I need it all. Oh, God. It's very good. It's all very uh, good. Yeah. Oh, I think there's a little more in this episode, oh, but it's, it's just her getting her nickname, right? Oh, yeah. yeah it's just funny. the post-credits thing, and they're like, hey, you love Mount Fuji, huh? We're going to call you Fujiko. And she's like, all yeah. right. 
I also love that in Japanese they call Mount Fuji Fujisan. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so cute. Things. So good. Uh, yeah, they're talking about like, oh, wow, you really like Mount Fuji. She's like, oh, yeah, it's this and this and this. And they're like, why don't you climb? It's like, no, 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 I can't climb. Oh, no. I just, I like <laughs> oh, to appreciate man. Mount Fuji from afar. And like, I can only look at her. Like, <laughs> I'm not worthy. Like, you're talking about Mount Fuji like you have a crush on it. It's like, what? No, 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 no. And I really enjoy that. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> My crush is on Rin. It's fine. <laughs> it's the one. What did you say? Nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, boy. I also yeah, love. That's. I also love because it's fall, they're all walking around, like, in school, they're in their uniforms and stuff, but they got these big old chunky scarves, like, around their necks at all times that just look like neck pillows. It's like, uh, you could just go, you could just doze off standing up in those, couldn't you? It's like, oh, the yeah. comfort, mm. the chill. This is the coziest looking show I think I've ever watched. Yeah, it really just, like, it evokes that feeling. It's just, like, so nice. Like, it's... Um, over the garden wall is similar, but like in a darker way. Yeah, like a twist. <laughs> yeah, where it, it makes you feel very autumnal, but like it also hurts. Like the scenery <laughs> is autumnal, but you see the characters like suffering through it. Uh, here, everyone's yeah. good to go. They're all just cozied up in a sleeping bag in, in the jacket <laughs> with heating pads, and it's great. Oh yeah, when yeah. Fujiko gets the heating pads and says like puts them on, and Ren helps put her put them on. She's like immediately curls she up and she's like, "What on her back?" She's like, oh, "I'm just gonna just gonna lay down here and maybe take a tickety two and just take a snooze for about five minutes." And Ren is just like, "No, don't. You're just cooking. There's a night. fire. No, there's a fire. Don't." I love that though when she's putting it on her back and the way she just goes, "Thank you." <laughs> it's just like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> So cute. Anyway, are we there yet? Yeah. I think the oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this a is a show. perfect napping show, like I said. It's, oh, uh, I'm going to fall asleep to this so hard all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's your new nightcap. Just a quick episode <laughs> of laid back camp and you're out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh god! And it's, I yeah, I enjoyed every minute of it. I I, I enjoyed. I, ga- it. I mean, I gotta look into like the fandom to like know well, if like other people. Mm, they gotta ship these girls, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, we did every- three one episode <laughs> in, and we were already shipping. Yeah, them. I mean, I'm sure they're and shipping. And the other them. two girls from the club too, like yeah, the Ida character and the blonde girl. <laughs> like people have to ship them. Ida, mommy, um, and then Saito eventually joins. We can tell from the credits. So it's like they all. Mm-hmm. She's got that good dog. Yeah. So you know that there's a dog in it consistently. <laughs> it's not some beep, weird beep. twist where it dies. <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh, yeah. So good. So yeah, I I th- think we would have enjoyed this any like regardless. But I think <laughs> it's both the exact time in the show, but it's like just the autumn vibes and like it it kind of got mm. chilly in L. Uh, shit. Vibe job. Damn it. <laughs> uh, it kind of got chilly in L. A. for like a quick minute, and then it was like eighty five today. So like no, but like it got it, chilly it, enough for everyone to get sick, and then uh, get yeah, then it again. <laughs> so it was insufferable to be sick through it. <laughs> I'm still bitter. Love that. But we got the escapism of like here's what real autumn looks like. Here's what other people yeah. deal with. And it's nice sometimes. So it's like ah, oh, that's good. And it's not like the shitty it's Pennsylvania so nice. autumn where it's just raining and muddy all the time. It's like, oh, this is pleasant. So I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to continue watching. It's only like 12 episodes, so we're like a quarter of the way yeah. done. Yeah, I think <laughs> there's another season. Oh, is there? Maybe. I think there was like a... I don't know. I saw like a laid back camp special online. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure what that I don't was. know. But 
But I also think this was this was the perfect show to get back into our regular anime viewing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm I'm glad it wasn't summary. Like this was this was perfect. Oh yeah, definitely. I was de- I thought it was going to be summary, so this is very pleasant. Uh, another good one from Paul. Yeah. Well, yeah. If he is the one that recommended it to me, and I think he is. Yeah. <laughs> Odds are. <laughs> we trust him. So, so, what do we have going on next week? Next week, we actually remembered, because it's not a marathon, and we're running in circles and frantically forgetting what how the show is structured. Uh, yes. <laughs> next week, is, we've, we're finished with the four kids a We're done with the guest. But we're also not, because we have another guest. So... <laughs> immediately diving right back in we got you we tricked you pulled a bamboozle um this is someone i wanted to have on for a while now and uh we tried getting her on for the four kids but just schedules didn't work uh but got her quickly after and uh she's bringing it's uh happily aaron from the manga pod which is a well-known uh manga podcast video podcast online and she's bringing one of her favorite which is a good old sports anime we haven't had in a good long while called kuroko no basuke it's about basketball B-ball, baby. Yeah. We're playing basketball. We got we got too chill with this show. We gotta we gotta warm up. We gotta get ready for the big game. Ah! We have to pump up the jam. Yeah. Pump it up. And if there's a show you would like us to watch, uh, now that we're taking recommendations again, <laughs> oh <laughs> boy. Uh, please send us some good stuff. Uh, where uh, you can send stuff to us uh, at our email, are we there yet at gmail.com. Or reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at Are We There Yet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It's another podcast oh, I do called Almost Better Than Silence. That was very jazz radio host of you. <laughs> I was thinking of a B movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork Ooh. and thank you to Louis Song for the use of our theme song Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. I don't know how this is gonna work once we level everything out. I just realized <laughs> that. We'll probably just keep it super whispery but amplified this to the full level. Uh anyways, uh uh, 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 we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. We should we should make a, an ASMR channel. Mm, let me just list all the Digimon in ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> you said it.